0: from that moment forth we can always use our words that's exactly one of those things that we have as a people so welcome again and i look forward to hearing from you welcome back to my lovely hp community it is the last day of our 2022 and I thought we'd do a little bit more of enlightenment time. I had done one, but it didn't really go the way I wanted to share this, this amazing message. So as we move into this beautiful new year, the enlightenment soul aid group person is really aware of the beautiful, unconditional love that we can have for each other. Our oversoul and those twin flame soulmates and fragments from the immediate to the extended have all contributed to every one of our day-to-day experiences. And here's where I was trying to get uh, one of the messages across for particularly those who don't know that burdens are not of the person who is in the Enlightenment Soul Age group, like that 10 of Wands is what I'm thinking about. Um, I'm going to read a couple of things from one of my recent classes that I think are important to help to make clear the distinction between those who are in our 5D-ness and always have been and those who are not. It's not a race, it's just there's a difference. So the people who navigate life with that mammalian heritage and not realizing it, they feel life is a burden because of emotions that come up. There's that one Buddhist nun's quote, which is very famous for people who want to uh, let go of suffering, apparently. Um, It's a mantra that I learned from the Greg Braden courses on the wisdom codes, and I love the wisdom codes, but yeah, when I heard that, I was like, okay, I was a teenager, and I remember realizing that this is a not very true sentence at all not even a little bit. it's like completely false um, but i get why it is in the wisdom codes class because of the way people talk about life the 3d 4d community and all these other soul age groups um, the quote is this impermeability of the world how sad it is to be the one left behind this is equal to that mammalian heritage of this one psychoeducator who is talking about um, vulnerability and how people we work with people i forget if it was shame or abandonment but with the fact that people will not want to ever be or they will always excuse me want to be heard seen validated and accepted in their vulnerable places by their loved ones and then, as I was, again, taking some more of my classes this past week, the one on regret is what we're do- doing a, a, an overview of. And um, it's eight weeks, so right now we're looking at regret when it comes to those who have had uh, abuse or neglect. So households that did not provide an individual with the ability to be completely safe. In their own home to have a regular routine to develop what is a um, ability to have more than just a secure attachment okay so the nervous system FYI as Stephen Porges points out is what is organized and will determine if we have trauma or not Now there's obviously neurotypical and neuroatypical to take into account as well, but these aspects don't change the fact that a person can learn what neurotypical or neuroatypical they are. So if it's neurodivergent, then there's a whole group of mental health professionals that inform and support Individuals with the different types of neurotypical again or neurodivergent. So, all people have individuals who are experts that can support them to grow into their own 5D self empowered, enlightened person, enlightenment, soul age group person. Because enlightenment, soul age group is a person who's in their physiological state of compassion, who's using the neocortex, the psychological floor and those six neurons that make it up. The two of here now, the two of the past with the implicit memory system stuff and then they meet in the middle with the other two and that creates a reality, remember Julianne. So I'm gonna learn more about this from Dan Siegel but enlightenment, soul, age group people are people who are in their ventral vagal nervous system state. We're able to sit in compassion and while we're being in any type of interaction with another person, They can be whatever attachment style, whatever neurotypical, neurodivergent, doesn't matter. Their ten of wands right here does not burden us. It is their own body, their own heart, their own mind, their own experience. We are there as people like they and we'll be able to know what's going on in our body because we are present as that witness in our neocortex, in our psychological floor, in the physiological state of compassion a person's brain, what lights up, is one, the ventral vagal state is engaged, two, the love hormone is on, and three, we have the insula lights up, the amygdala, because something is alerted, needs our attention, the temporal junction, this is where people fuse with their suffering, those in regret that are using it in a toxic way, those who are in shame, blame, fault, and revenge cycles. Now, yes, it regret is used in a potentially toxic way like anything else there's always the optimal way to be able and uh, use it and then there's a way that will not be optimal um the fusing is because a person will ruminate over and over and over again shame blame fault is rumination when you are sad and you release a sadness you move forward from it because you release it then you don't go back to it again and relive it in the same level of emotion now this is where people don't realize that uh, suffering is brought about by their own self because the mind which hones in on negative bias will have created that fault shame blame inner critic outer critic Shame cycle, denying through addictions, drugs, sex, food, alcohol, or just denying, oh, no big deal. I'm going to pretend everything and keep moving forward. Nothing happened. Withdrawal, isolation. So the compassion people were not in that because we move into our prefrontal cortex. And so our brain is fully locked in. So we get inputs from our nervous system, but by staying in our ventral vagal state, so even if another nervous system, another person's yelling at me, me being able to sit and, or stand there and communicate, and in my body, I'm saying, a person who's in their enlightenment age group will know this because we always know what's going on in our body because we actually don't need to be taught about the somatic narrative to know that our body's speaking to us. We have feeling of our body, and that's where... These psychoeducators have made it clear that not everybody does. So the psychoeducators can help all neurotypical neurodivergent, and there's plenty of information online, outside, and online. Excuse me. Now, when people criticize the entire subject matter of psychoeducation, brain science, uh, mental health, they are uh, forgetting. A very important aspect and usually it's because they're not in the enlightenment soul age group so they're not connected to that full consciousness where we know that everything has a time so there's time of um knowledge that we gain and we didn't have technology always so of course there was not the knowledge from the subject matter experts that by revisiting traumatic events in a way of telling the story that it was activating the person's memory so the old way of doing psychotherapy is not very effective in fact uh, there's a lot that is trying to be shared and uh, that's the somatic sensory motor approaches to integrate that to allow a person first to build their window of tolerance then once you know that their window of tolerance is built for them to be able and then work through that experiential and to even have a corrective experience but it's only once they can sit with a sliver of memory of this past, of these traumatic events. So long story short, there's a lot Then there are a lot of people out there supporting. So the criticism that comes is from people who are wounded and hurt, who feel uh, that obviously there's a lot more that should be shared, and uh, their anger is met, and their fear and their guilt and their shame and their own basically attachment wounds meaning when i needed help nobody was there for me because shame is all the way at that bottom of the uh consciousness uh, map if you remember it's the 25 enlightenment is a thousand and those of us who are in the enlightenment Soul age group, this is the thing we get to vibe up here because we are consistently interacting with humanity with compassion there is no person who's in their enlightenment Soul age that will look outside themselves and think anything except for wow We're doing really great. We can get to more and more places. We're doing the best we can. And knowing that self-preservation is because our species did begin as one with the animals. We don't do the belief systems of conspiracy land. We do the evolutionary stuff. We do, you know, a lot of textbooks, a lot of information. We do a lot of data gathering. We don't do the storytelling. The storytelling is actually... um, we only need a little bit of it to figure out where they're headed and uh you know it's like five ten of them you know that's about it that's probably all there is or maybe 20 who knows but long story short right here they use it in the information that can help us to the place of giving a bigger bigger impact to the world a more important impact not that that is uh, like soap operas or weather chit chat so what Happens to us is very important to ask versus what's wrong with us and humanity as a whole. If they're not in that enlightenment soul age group, they think of people as wrong versus things that have taken place. And then they also think they can judge a person as evil because they think that evil exists because they don't understand that shame is what exists and they don't know that shame deflects itself and shame does not want to be seen and they don't know that shame creates heartbreak gut wrench or even if they do they don't believe in it enough to understand that people who are reactive so in their biological rudeness in an attachment style whether it be avoidant anxious ambivalent disorganized is not choosing their implicit memory system their past is part of their history and their self-preservation is all they know. And if they were in abusive and/or neglectful households, and households that did not have a ventrovagal, you know, compassion, yada yada yada. So, enlightenment soul age group loves humanity unconditionally, with flaws and imperfections because we all have them. Societally speaking, we know that everything we Achieved so far is where we're at thanks to the knowledge we've gained but we also didn't know a lot of things that some of them we now know and in fact we are putting into practice those aspects as well we have extreme faith and trust in humanity and humanity's ability to expand consistently the conscious planet movement is really unnecessary since it's ongoing but it is great to have a person who's waving a flag because people love identity so you'll get bunch load of people that will follow lovely sad gurus at least you got a buttload of people that are going to begin as followers of somebody and they will move into eventually their expanded consciousness version because he also is actually in the knowledge of what can work, you know, yoga works the nervous system, Basil van der Kolk, one of the things he loves to integrate into his sessions and or with psychotherapy is yoga and yeah, the yogic sciences know a lot of what the neuroscience is explaining and stuff like that, so here's where when you ask what has taken place with curiosity, you're in your Krishna Lila Shivankali the enlightenment soul group person again will not think there is anything wrong with any of our lovely oversoul pieces, fragments, twin flames, soulmates, all of the individuals we interact with, and all of humanity as a whole. Other than that, they're not in the Enlightenment soul A group. Whenever somebody criticizes humanity, I will know what's what, and they will know what's what, because they will let me know how pink tainted glasses and unicorns and rainbows and sunshines are in my eyes, apparently. And I will look at them and say yes I do have pink rainbows and sunshines, and no I don't have burdens I don't know what you're talking about uh, I actually love every single one of those amazing experiences and that's because the body of a person who's in the enlightenment soul age group is a 5d body type we only know love and when we feel emotions love is accompanied again that prefrontal cortex is where we take in information we know what we can do and we immediately will know what we cannot do we're not reacting we're responding and when we potentially have reactions it usually is happening at a very young age I was a teenager when I started to work on the way that I would get passionate because I could see that my brain was not thinking as clearly as I wanted it to once I got older my last two Moments that really was uh, interesting of bursts of anger were by accident taken by surprise. And prior to that, for example, venting, like I was like, why am I venting? This doesn't do anything. Actually, it feels really awful, and I don't even know. And when that happened, I never forget, none of the people around me were supportive. They all said, Well, you're only human, and I'm like, That's the whole point. I am human, I don't need the vet. Va- <laughs> I can have uh, my mouth do what I want it to do, you know, and my brain. But uh, this is where they, like others who are in other soul age groups, think of humanity as limited, and that's because other soul age groups, as well as those who are not in a 5D mindset or energetic spectrum, are not seeing that they're infinite they're not in oneness consciousness. They're not in that unison with full consciousness and knowing all this possible from a way of the thinking. And that when it comes to establishing the outside, that's a completely different thing. We do that together. We co create together what planet, what happens to our planet, and whatnot. But from within, that's what rocks your world or doesn't. And um, asking what has happened versus what is wrong gets you to start a different type of conversation um and here's where i want to get back to that example i was going to read to you with the mammalian heritage so most people they don't grow up to be their functional adults because there's not the realization that those weights that they call the burden of life it's actually a feeling now whether you're secure attachment or other attachment style there's still moments of trauma because we all were infants we all begin to exchange life so our body contracts when it begins to exchange inputs with the external it will already feel oh i'm a body that's outside so it's it's its own intelligence and whenever something is too much too fast too soon that's where our body's metabolizing it or storing it excuse me until you're ready to metabolize it peptides and then it can be released through crying or sweats or urine so those are the three ways but um so if you're in a situation where you're not being provided that safe home the unconditionally loving home so there is shame present and there is a way of feeling weighed down and that you have no option usually this is that part of oh i'm the only one left behind right you hear teenagers talking about that all the time they're in that moment growing to either move out of that or become what we see on an everyday basis from those who don't have a window of love but they have a window of tolerance and they don't even potentially know of their window of tolerance so um, the sense of validation and permission that it is okay to leave for those who were not able to leave a home where they were not tended to okay so where they were not able to be vulnerable they were not able to express emotions they were not uh, taken and embraced by their mother or father ever I mean, some they got beaten or watched siblings get beaten it's okay so there's a horror terrifying household so they did not ever hear the words it's okay you'll be okay and when they do, these people, when they sense that, this makes, for those who have trauma in a way of um, abuse and neglect, it it, it, it it feels good, but then it feels very scary. Because that part of you're safe here feels so great, but then all of the other stuff comes up. And in fact, those who have trauma bonds, they will run the hell away from anything that is unconditional love. Because they will, of course, acknowledge it, but then their body will just freak out. Because the body will be remembering the childhood, and it won't be in memory. It will be in an agitation of such an extent that they will use their addictions, drugs, sex, alcohol, food, whatever it is that they turn to to soothe, because there will be patterns of soothing as well. And so much vulnerability arises that um, they won't even be able to notice that they're under emotional distress because they were not in a safe home. of course nobody's going to think of their home even today with all the words out there people don't understand unless they're on a journey okay so when a person's on a journey they're growing more compassionate the 5d person is oneness consciousness because it's christ consciousness because it's unconditionally loving humanity as a whole including yourself self-empowerment means you know you have a self you're a person people who do only Claire's only holistic only the stories they don't know half of what they could know if only they related to each other as people this is why that twin flame soulmates oversoul it's so much more beautiful when you're like I'm a person they're people these are people in my life <laughs> these labels mean they, they 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 sound like Superman and Superwoman you know it's like dude what what are you talking about why are you using these names so the enriching experience for those of us in 5dc and our enlightenment soul age group is that we know our people from a human perspective okay so if a person gets vulnerable because they were never not able to be in a place of not worrying uh, when they feel that they could be in a place of not having to worry that uh, there is hope on the other end of that door but they've never felt hope so to them it's always been there is no hope right um instead they feel that they can take those steps that they're not alone here's where that's something beautiful but that body that doesn't know it or didn't know it for real is just gonna freak out they're not going to know why unless they have enough of the psychoeducation to know that they're having what is their unresolved trauma, their charged stuff come up. And all these pieces of information are new, even though they're not that new, but they're new to the regular day-to-day people. We, the Enlightenmental Age Group, get to make these popular. They're unpopular right now because it's saying evil doesn't exist. Stop treating people like crap. Stop talking about the narcissist like Crap, stop talking about the sociopath, the psychopath like crap. Stop talking about people like crap. All people, not just one person. Thank you, neuroscience and psychoeducators and trauma research experts. Of course, thank you to all the other subject matters, but if I have to pick one, I know which one I'm picking. And I definitely will go with the brain science people. Plus the nervous system people. And so if they can be just all in one, that's even great greater. But um the part about those who are aware so if there's some awareness that they're afraid of being in places of unconditional love because they feel that they're not worthy that already gives a person a wiggle room to work with themselves but it requires the person so people when they're reactive they're not aware of themselves when their implicit memory stuff is coming up and those charge states, they're not aware of themselves. And this is where conversations are important. So while other people turn their faces away from their friends and loved ones and families because they don't actually know 5Dness. They don't know how to sit in compassion when their friends or loved ones um, use. Behavior that is in the biological rudeness category, so lying, cheating, gaslighting, ghosting, blocking, unfriending, yelling, getting uh, in another you know person's face, curse words, whatever you name it, <laughs> they don't know how to take the fuck you. They don't know how to take it because they don't want to. But the reality is, unless these people are in their enlightenment, so A troop, they can't take it because they themselves did not gain that complete 5d self-empowered state within their own body they have not a window of love they have a window of tolerance and they don't know there's they don't know their attachment style they don't know that they are burdened by life or actually excuse me they do they're the ones that are left behind that do everything for everybody else okay so so we have basically the enlightenment soul age people we're the spicers of life because life is not a burden We don't uh, carry around our past as if it's something that is our essence of life. Like the Sad Guru quote, You should know how to carry your memories like a bag in your hand. They are not the essence of your life. They are something that you have accumulated over time. So we love our bag of memories. Uh, We're always carrying them with us because it's thanks to those moments that we've gotten to become more and more of the essence of life that we are. Another quote that's ideal for the end of this lovely year. The past can only be remembered. The present can only be experienced. The future has to be crafted. And so here's where the Enlightenment Soul Age Person is crafting the future by expanding the conversations within their loved ones, circle and also humanity as a whole for those who have platforms like the H.P. platforms right so those of you who are also content creators and mentors and coaches and consultants and professionals um, as light workers, we get to say yes to everything that we want and we get to share no when the no's are appropriate uh, and we get to share why and with a bit of the awareness of this, I want to talk about twin flames, soulmates, souls, and the part of where burdens are not burdens for us. And how we are able to understand, though, that for all these other attachment styles, avoidance, anxious, disorganized, ambivalent, uh, they have burdens, even secure. Those who do not know that it's okay The ones who get emotional when you say, you know, it's okay. And it's happened to me too. We all will have released throughout our years and still will have probably other aspects, those those traumatic moments, those very emotional moments that we've experienced because that's exactly what it is to be a person. We have things that can arise sitting in compassion though is very easy so while neurotypical or neurodivergent that is not aware of their own self and therefore does not know of how the nervous system sends inputs to the brain and then the brain you know the the C, alert 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 and that if only they stay in their calmness and in that calmness they continue to speak that they can learn how to be their own witness the speaking isn't inner critic outer critic denying with drugs sex alcohol food or just distractions whatever it is that one does and then isolating withdrawal no the ability to sit and and start to share their charge states and and that's why the importance of talking about the different types of ways that we can feel versus i am i'm i'm a socially anxious person so i'm not going to go out and do this i'm this so i'm not going to that doesn't create conversation those are people in other soul age groups and in fact they are in their egos and they have an identity and they have protector lenses on they're staying in their safety zone and those are all ego sensitive versus the life sensitive which is where the enlightenment soul age group is understand those protector lenses but we're not going to sit there and be quiet we care so we dare to do the unpopular and say you know we have a compassion hat but guess what you sitting there and speaking in that way is not going to one get you to see actually what's behind what you just said what you just did why you just reacted the way you reacted and as somebody who has had panic attacks and that recent anxiety pure fear whatever it was (laughs) whatever that thing was which was horrible uh i still got on a plane i still uh you know got to where i needed to go and then as days went by things got better and you all know the ascension energies that was a very important like couple days it was the 21st i think so what I'm trying to get at though is um I totally know what it means to manage one's own uncomfortable physical experiences I also know what it means to be in a complete state of physiological pure fear and to still keep moving and yeah it's 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 interesting is the word that i'm going to use because you know when i think of the word hard makes me visualize myself underneath a big bulldozer truck that might be hard (laughs) you know like when i hear that word oh it's tough i think of me being basically helpless completely not in that now here's the part again a 5d body type is what i am not the other way around and i'm also self-empowered and i'm also in the enlightenment soul age group so i will with my compassion out hat on say i don't know what it's like to have shame in that way that i hear people talk about i don't know what it's like to have these burdens these things people not even a little bit i don't know what it's like to feel afraid of sharing my own most vulnerable places in fact i would say that i can pretty much spell out exactly what people <laughs> I, um, with great uh, transparency, said, you're, I'm, you know, this is making me quite, like, I'm embarrassed to be in this state, speaking this way, asking this thing from you, with, by the way, no uh, acknowledgement, FYI, which I already knew as well. So here's the thing, that, that, even that wasn't hard. Because I knew what I was doing and I knew who I was telling it to and I knew that there would be either a favorable communication effort being made or not <laughs> it wasn't but it's okay because whenever it's not it's still okay because they are like okay that's a data point now I got it you know so now I know no matter if you know I'm basically dying here like my mother when she teases uh, she'll say if I'm dying you won't come because when she calls me it takes me forever to get there same thing goes for us with our emotions. We will, without shame, share vulnerability with our loved ones because we know it's okay, and it's okay for them to leave. It's okay for them to stay. It's okay for them to talk. It's okay for them not to talk. We don't actually share life with people because we need them to do something about it. <laughs> That's the whole point. We actually, choose them. We choose them and nature doesn't need people. so we're something. We are asking for something very important. Not to mention. We're asking for their ears, and their ears means that they're going to be picking up our own nervous system, our own right brain stuff, our own emotions. So we're asking them to contribute and share life with us. We know what we're asking. So we are already aware that that's not selfless. The Enlightenment so age person knows nobody's selfless. That's the point. But we also know that thoughts, and emotions are of no existential consequence. No, we won't die. And no, it's not hard to feel uncomfortable in my body or brain while I'm having a panic attack, meaning it's uncomfortable but not hard. But again, compassion hat on, 4D, 3D body type, mindset type, all these other soul age groups, apparently it's very, very hard for them so I want to be as compassionate as I can be just in case there's somebody who might not be life sensitive because the reality is that's the only reason I'm extending this compassionate hat on because of so many people who apparently whenever this has been presented to them I've stopped doing this so that I could avoid the stares of people that basically look at me like I'm some robot which I am not I'm a human being (laughs) and it's like dude I don't know why you're looking at me like that or people who get all pissy you know so here's where uh you know i just it's hilarious but back to where i was trying to head as we close out this 2022. Uh, the people who can do and the people who can't don't. So we understand those who cannot. And thank you, neuroscience, psychiatry, psychology community, therapists, for being out there to support the 3D, 4D community who may at one point want to be out of their shame, blame, fault, revenge cycles. Thank you, tipping my hat to them because I definitely uh, am much more enamored with engaging with those who want to be in their enlightenment. So age group now, not tomorrow. You know, uh, it is very straightforward. Thoughts, emotions are not of any existential consequence. If you have a roof over your head, I'd say you're pretty lucky compared to those who do not have a roof right now, or light, or heat, or, you know, a lot of other things. So let's put things in perspective, please, you know, and we're not yet hit by an asteroid. So that, I think, should be something we put into perspective as well. But um, our oversoul and our unconditional love and our ability to understand the window of tolerance of people uh is something that i now know completely of thanks to the psychoeducators which has simply supported me to support those of you who are out there and wanting to be in your own 5D self-empowered enlightened version and then for our lightworker community to hear about what enlightenment soul with people are doing which is bringing each other together and on that note one of the examples that Janina was given um, about people who don't use their time in a way that mobile to make those changes but they sit in rumination without sharing it in a way that's toxic not helpful and uh, uh, she uses uh, one of the examples is one of her patients because in traditional psychotherapy before they found out all this stuff on the sensory motor and somatic so working with the body and then allowing a person to grow their window of tolerance and then from that we can move into discussing um, aspects a little bit while making sure that the person stays within a positive energy so that they can know they can and and then you move into the relational stuff so you want to make sure person will be able to feel safe and social in their own body as they move into territory of where they're going to make those transformative steps so her person that she worked with unfortunately had the habit from the old way of doing psychotherapy which is to relive and tell it's the cognitive so just the story stuff and that meant that this person just kept reliving their trauma over and over and over again instead of moving past it because again the somatic and sensory motor stuff was not in the awareness of those traditional therapists so they would have people talk about the things and talking doesn't help to rewire or to disengage the body from the nervous system's way of remembering because an implicit memory the past stays with us until we're working with our charge state so like when i think of ibs it took me a long time before i regained a comfortable um, relationship with the bathroom and i'll keep it vague so i don't share too much information but I'll never forget that day because that day I was like oh my god I'm finally not getting anxious like I would go in and out in and out of my room like 10 times before leaving the house <laughs> it was hilarious to say the least and I was so happy when I got to this place with my own self I hadn't had the neuroscience psychoeducation because they weren't distributing it all over the place yet as soon as I got a hold of my first book with Bezel van der Kolk and everything else I was like oh my gosh why is this not more distributed and then all of a sudden and it's only thanks to the pandemic that they made psychoeducation available to more people because more people were suffering of that uh, need for support that's really the only reason um, so what she shares is this person who was in the habit of ruminating uh, as she was basically crying 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 about the, all the regrets all the regrets um, janina would say okay so tell me how do you feel your feet can you feel your feet and tell me how do you feel your heart or your hand you know and she'd walk her through her body and the lady would get frustrated of course i can feel my feet of course i can feel my hands because she wanted to keep on uh ruminating but rumination fault shame blame regret this way is not going to rewire and in fact this is where as neuroplasticity shows it's going to simply create the same neural pathway and the body doesn't actually grow window of tolerance it stays within its uh, its state of response so long story short that is nowhere near a person in 5d 5d again is physiological state of compassion your ventral vagal state is engaged the love oxytocin gene hormone is on and you are in your prefrontal cortex you are in the here and now with the awareness if you are being reactive in any way shape or form what's coming up why it's coming up and knowing if it has anything to do with the situation or not and being able to use your words so for example for me you heard of that summer's experience this past summer which is going to be a memory forever and ever a beautiful memory uh, with a soulmate part of my over soul definitely i've seen at least one past or future life i don't know with this individual is very fascinating to share that with them And then I saw one of their past lives and that one was beautiful. And to share that was also really nice because I I hadn't had the opportunity to actually share and laugh about something like that with someone. So, you know, when you have Claire's, those of us who are in the Enlightenment Soul Age Group and 5D Cenus, us, we have a bunch of these experiences and it's really amazing when you're able to share that with the person that is listen it's a really special moment it's very special and uh, I did obviously share also with the twin flame but that's where they don't believe in the stuff and and in fact it was not welcomed in any way shape or form it was uh, taken for something that it was not uh, wasn't taken for the experiences Um, But instead, uh, I'm trying to find the word, but I can't find it. Anyways, let's just put it this way they don't believe in any of that stuff. So, long story short, it was not uh, enjoyable eventually to have shared it because it was taken out of context and transmuted and made into something that it was not. So, it wasn't believed in, it was not taken seriously, and it was not even spoken to me that it wasn't taken seriously. So, there is none of that. that was taking place but it still was very beautiful to actually have those memories and to share them obviously would have been nice to have an interaction about it but that's where it is what it is and the reality of all of these experiences is that for the enlightenment soul age group we're not saying it's true or untrue we're not like oh you have to believe this is real that's not what we do we actually understand that it's in our imagination and it's in the consciousness field, right? So we're, we're good with people not believing, but uh, mutual respect is something that we usually will uh, enjoy. And so that's where when you're in those oversoul relationships, all of them, twin flames, soulmates, it's always nice to be seen, heard, validated, accepted, right? In your vulnerable places, not the opposite, because the opposite creates... The opposite but it's okay when it happens so here's where for us it won't be oh my god they just weighed me down oh my god they just did something horrible no we'll feel the sadness for that moment we'll remember the sadness we'll remember you know the event but it will be in a place of understanding and that is all but yeah we're able to mingle and feel create, a, or, I'm thinking oh, hurt, but You guys know what I'm talking about. It's that drink. It's a drink that's made of fruit. So long story short, uh, as we end this year, my words are not coming out. So apparently some of you might not be knowing how to speak your truth, huh? (laughs) There's still that theme. Um, Enlightenment, so we we have a kicker when it comes to how our bodies tell us about the ascension energies, uh, also channeling guidance, how we get to uh, share with other people our community obviously in this case my community some of you are part of the Krishna Lila Shivankali Kali group I know it without a shadow of a doubt and so you're the ones who are like do, 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 do you know what to say are you are you nervous is this what it is <laughs> somebody's nervous maybe um, as we move into 2023 I personally am very excited for the enlightenment soul age group to see everything that we're going to be discussing us together but also humanity with the compassion. So being able to tell people stop with the talking about energy vampires or evil because that's not it. You know, treat each other with at the very least kindness and if not then, you know, turn around and go your merry ways and leave each other alone because you don't need to be creating other experiences that build on hurt hurt builds hurt you know um so the reason we because her wanting to be in rumination was a habit and to break that Janine, I was working with the somatic narrative was trying to get the person to well one ground in their body distract and move away from the pattern that would just keep them stuck in the same suffering and to move into the here and now, and in fact, you'd say, "Well, how do you not know out for at least a couple minutes?" As you get to from that, what your pathways from that pattern, if it makes this, you be in your witness brain, and, you now, time, stuff. and as someone does this with other people, me personally, that I have one attachment friend who just recently had their own repeat cycle, so they again uh, took it out on other people, their sisters family me that they are being avoided that they need to beg for attention and that is their recurring pattern that they carry from their childhood so their protector lens chose to find a person to point a finger at in this case me it was very formal it was very nice and cordial it wasn't in any way shape or form angry their story is their truth that's their reality so they will always pick on the person who is providing the unconditional love because that's the also the attachment figure that's going to be a repeat for those who are reactive it's the opportunity for those who don't react but instead are able to have a conversation so if this individual for example instead of saying you're avoiding me you're this you're that they would say you know I'm feeling that recurring theme again because we had talked about their theme so Person who's aware of their own unresolved trauma will be able to say, You know, this is where I'm at right now. Today I'm feeling really alone. Uh, today I'm feeling like I need to beg reject this. is how you know my they will know their sister, their and physical needs are, and financial and social adults, which is what a 5DC person is in the enlightenment soul age group. It's more than just that because we do have clears do know our oversoul for those of us who are from the feminine perspective and with our own masculine for the masculine they are and for them it looks different not all of them have necessarily clears, but that's not what's important in this last you know uh 2022 enlightenment time moment uh, we'll have more in 2023 but right now what i want to hone in on while we're closing out are the uh, ability for us we all we love all we all we don't pick sides we don't pick anything we don't have to we unconditionally love our lovely um, life and we know that we're headed where we're going we know it without any shadow of a doubt we co-create every day and with our over soul we don't need them to carry a burden because our life is not a burden and when they have their burdens because they don't know about their protector lenses or their wounded child parts this is where with clairs enlightenment soul a person will pay attention to them we are light workers also for a reason you guys know I bring together human elements and this is where it's because clairs are important so while said guru says forget about it we are not actually forgetting about it, we know that we're picking up on the fragments of those loved ones. Uh, and what this means is that we we support those who are expanding as we pick up on each other. Now, it's something that's not key, but... But as I was pointing out, we tend to use their protector on that's where I don't expect anything of them, and, uh, we chose how uh, they feel, you know, in this way and I respect that. And so here's where the enlightenment soul age person will share with all of their oversoul their unconditional love, but also where there is a no, there's a no, where there's a yes, there's a yes. When we pick up on those individuals who might have a bit more of a challenge we might reach out we might not we might reach out because we think that it might be helpful and we might not reach out because we are thinking it might not be helpful the part about the window of tolerance is important and, re- and, and resourcing so once you understand that people don't have a relationship with their reactiveness You understand that there will be those who will grow up in time and there will be those who won't. So the Enlightenment Soul Age Group is not for everybody because not everybody chooses to move into the functional adult, forgiving nuance, to always be in a state of compassion with themselves and humanity. And we, again, as the Enlightenment Soul Age Group, don't choose anyone because we're polyamorous, because we know on a deeper level of those connections every person that is a part of my oversoul I can pick up on in moments of their life and this has been many many years at this point and it doesn't ever go away because why would it you're connected and 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 here's the part though I got to learn and still get to test out with each person it's different because you get to learn that you're connected and you get to work on and then for those who you are thinking it can be of a benefit you will participate for those who instead are choosing fear that's where their protector lenses will come on and so eventually they will push you just away from them because as my lovely attachment friend for now it's well because they don't want to feel their feet and feel their arms and 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 walk themselves through the somatic they want to be in the suffering and vents it's not that they want so their rumination their shame blame fault revenge cycle is what they want to be able and or not want again let me rephrase they're in other soul age groups and they're in 3d 4d and they're in what is a pattern what is compulsive what is reactive what is normal for a person who has those types of attachment styles or that type of you know whether it be again neurotypical or neurodivergent the psychoeducational community would know exactly what's what i'm pretty certain this is an attached cry for help for example and ambivalent attachment so they have made great strides for where they're at today and i'm very happy i hope that the same person that i'm talking about will gain at a certain point their ability to self-soothe and self-regulate so that they don't feel the way they feel because their body feels that and, you know, enlightenment, it's something that is really, really amazing. And it is that choosing to stop crapping on your loved ones and to stop thinking they don't see you because they do. It's not that you're not seen. It's that you are oranges and there might be apples and that's that. So as you become the functional adult, forgiving and nuanced, you allow those who stay in their adaptive child selves, harsh and forgiving, with their protector parts, the ones that will say, well, it's a little too little too late you know a little bit too late this one lady was just always saying this and Janina explained how this is a part she was like you know this part was just keeping this person safe in a specific way because that is how they maintained their visibility so if they didn't have hurt then they would think that others would not know what they went through something like that so being able to explore one's own somatic narrative plus the part work which is the experiential, this is what people don't do, which is why they stay in no, other soul age groups or 3D, 4D, because they don't actually take those fragments and bring them to their visibility and say, Oh, this is what it is. This burden is mine and it's not a burden. It's my past. And life that I am, but it is a part of me. And then you know for a person to be able to have a state, this enables you to create the present and be in the present as you're experiencing it and know that your future is yours. So when we have all of that stuff right here, we're able to say, you know, here's where my ego is at, you know, in these moments and those moments, again, and to have a conversation about it. The Enlightenment soul age person gives their oversoul this opportunity, immediate and extended. So we welcome all of our loved ones, whether they're in their rude states or not. And we're also understanding when their protector lenses get frustrated, and this is why we don't actually try to keep anyone anywhere. One, it's free relationships, right? So polyamorous and all are loved, and there are no titles. There are just uh, you come and go as you please, because that's what love is. Love is you are you and I'm me, and as I'm the trust is about expanding consciousness together, for certain or person, it doesn't make a difference. Obviously, we are enriched by having more grown-up conversations, and so being able to share our vulnerable places with each other for real is what we look to enjoy more of. The Enlightenment, so a true person will not be as a participant of Protector Lens' lives and uh, that's because they want drama and they live drama. So we don't do other soul age group stuff. And we don't do the 3D, 4D, which is where if a person's staying in their shame, blame, fault, revenge cycle, they're not going to want to be around an individual who feels a sense of ease because they will feel that sense of ease, but they're not feeling it. They're feeling burdened by life. And so they will turn around again with a protector lens because that protector lens will be very upset why do I why do you feel that way you know while I'm feeling this way and instead of taking a look at what has happened and why they will say what's wrong with me or what's wrong with you they'll do the inner critic outer critic and then you know that cycle of shame begins again the ability to be enlightenment soul age for people is very straightforward as even as a gurus presented to us more than once for us as this 2022 closes we welcome all Right, and that unconditional love I share with every one of you as well. We'll talk more about the clairs about soulmates, twin flames, oversoul. We'll keep talking about this amazing journey of being a functional adult, being in your state of compassion, being able to know when one of our oversoul pieces is you know going through stuff, how we can support, and all this great, uh, great stuff. So, have a wonderful end of the year, have a wonderful beginning of.